camera on. I'm here with Don Schumacher and Michael Simpson. We've, they've, they're trans now. <laughs> Swap their names. Swap their names. A final installment of Podcasting Heritage, we've learned nothing. Or have we learned everything? It's been a good run. Has been. We're on to bigger and better things. And hopefully it doesn't include me wearing this fucking lunchbox around my neck anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We could theoretically each carry a small single track recorder on us and then just sync it after. Yeah, I do have the zoom. Right? Yeah. You got the H1? Or what is it, H4? Which one's yours? It's the level below yours. Okay. I, think I, I, got, I got the H6. Okay, yeah, H5. Okay. It's four tracks, or how many? Um, four, two of them are the stereo on top. Right. Yeah, it's a better, it's like a smaller form factor, right? Yeah. supposed to be portable. I'm sure I could fit it in one of these pockets. Nice. Or in a backpack or whatever. Right. Could just go full like microphone setup. That would be incredible. Just walking with with hand mics. Yeah. Just try to interview people. (laughs) Sir. (laughs) Sir. Oh, he's down. (laughs) I'm down. Yeah, right? I'm down. Yeah. He's down bad, folks. What's the deal with all this snow? (laughs) <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, zip this up. Got the vaporizer in there, trying to keep it warm. All right. It fucking works or not? Yeah. Didn't bring your crampons, eh? No, they don't fit on this on these boots. Mm. So Lincoln Navigator, nice. Um, in a bus stop. Oh, <laughs> they must nice. have, uh, I think someone probably didn't signal before turning or something. Just ended up sliding. Ooh. Oh, like he was right in the shelter? Uh, not in the shelter. It was just the bench one on. Uh, okay. I don't know what that road is. <laughs> That's a classic move.
I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I I was tobogganing these hills at that age, oh, yeah. 20 years ago or more. Because sometimes, sometimes Jerry just loses it and he goes, I still drive by my high school. 50 years later, what have I done? What point? Oh, okay. I, I didn't understand what the point was. Oh, I don't know what the point is. Just the fact that he's... Me! Well, yeah, but my life. <laughs> well, that was the subject of the conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't just like unprompted. It's a, way. <laughs> it's a way to deliver something for yeah. sure. I think eventually all men get there at some point when it's just the me part. I think that's it. Yeah. It's some kind of... I don't know if it's zen or if it's just like... The old man syndrome. Yeah. Just a non sequitur. You don't even listen to me. <laughs> you were, what? <laughs> it was actually, now that I remember, it was post the 2017 Guns N' Roses concert that we went to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was driving and he's just yelling out the window. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the Gunners, man. Did we walk on the river in this podcast? I don't think we have. I don't want to today. Not today. Uh, <laughs> it's a shit show still. It's too bad it didn't happen. You never know. A new endeavor in the new year we might do her. Yeah, if we get a typical January, February, I'm sure it'll be possible. Yeah. I was down at the Sturgeon River with Ian yesterday and oh, it's nice. still not ready. That's a very walkable river. We should do that one for the pod. I'd be down. That'd be a lot of fun. There was no one on the paths. Nice. But when it's frozen, you can just walk that whole river. That's sick. Oh, <laughs> two, two funny things. I was in, I was in St. Albert this week. Yeah. For some shit, nothing really. It was just, I always think of you when I drive through there. <laughs> I don't know. Second, what, I was working for CBC. Oh, okay. And we shot an interview with uh, your old boss. Whose boss? You or Marie Renault. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. It was all in French, so I don't know what they were saying. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. You just had your office there? We were over by the legislature somewhere, yeah. Oh, okay. There's this co-work space in St. Albert called Coro Collective. Okay. It's, uh, I don't know, down the hill, like came in on St. Albert Trail, down the hill, took a left on Saint Vital. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just for work, like it's not very well suited for any kind of studio work. But right. It's just a, a bunch of computer rigs? Uh, no, it was more just like space, like office space, like oh, okay. booths and then you could do photography. Like there was like the classic bohemian bedroom look. Right. Interesting. Yeah.
You see the NHL is just canceling games like crazy. Oh, are they? Yeah. Weren't they like 100% vexed? <laughs> I know. It's brutal. No fans in Montreal anymore. Like they, they're playing to an empty building. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's just, it never, it's never gonna end, man. No, I, really I don't think feel, so. I really feel that way. Last time I looked at local numbers, they were in single digits. <laughs> oh, you must not have been looking at Joe Vipon's uh, Twitter page. <laughs> no. Counting all those stub toes. <laughs> yeah. Stub tovid. <laughs> Stub Tovid, that's great. We're in for a world of hurt. I stubbed two toes just today alone. anti-memorial on this uh <laughs> we should r.i.p barrier wall <coughs> yeah man i remember once just so stoned running down this hill in the winter <laughs> really? lost my balance just so close to just going head first off that fence oh, or off man. that wall <laughs> Fuck. i can't believe that about the shanty yeah that's crazy for a fucking mountain bike path So, I feel like it would have just been something that was drawn out on a map and executed without much thought. Absolutely. Yeah. Just ran the fucking bulldozer through it. It's kind of ironic because actually last night I walked around here with Keith and we yeah. went up through Westridge and I saw the, all the no parking on those streets where Right. Where you got screwed last time. Yeah. And he said it was because too many people are using those stairs to, to run, like they park in the city streets. Oh, okay. It's like, aren't we trying to make the river valley more accessible? <laughs> what a shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they kind of have the same thing going on in the, in the city center with those stairs there. Oh. Very okay. hard to find parking in that area. Hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. I get that it's inconvenient for the people living there. I, I don't know what the solution is, though. Yeah, but, like, is it? Would they, yeah, would they prefer people, like, would they prefer, like, a transit center in there? Oh, yeah. Deep in their communities? Yeah, exactly. I'll, yeah, exactly right. That's, like, where the socialist thing just goes wrong. You <laughs> just go too far, and then you have the bureaucrats at your front door. Right. But I also think... Given what we know about the demographics in that neighborhood, I'm sure it was just a little hanky-panky. Yeah, for sure. Maybe it would make sense to, like they do with the, the bike routes, like link them up or whatever and mm. have paths directly to transit centers so people can get there by bike. But it's I don't idea. know. That's, 
Yeah, I just... It's minus 30 for half the year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, how many people are running those stairs today? Yeah. Didn't see one. Yeah. <laughs> you start a campaign of walking and slipping on all the people's sidewalks on the way to the park. Totally. I've been walking from fucking Mill Woods. I'm tired. <laughs> I got stubbed Tovid on your driveway. <laughs> Excuse me. I've got stubbed Tovid. I have to go get a booster now. Yeah. Booster juice. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Stubbed. A booster juice. That's hilarious. That's about all those are good for. <laughs> Would you like a would you like a booster shot with your booster juice? It'll get there eventually. Absolutely. <laughs> you can get a turmeric shot. You can get a fucking protein ad. You can just re up your COVID vax in your booster juice. Yeah, if you genuflect before you get the shot, you have to. You get it for free. I acknowledge that my <laughs> I acknowledge that I wasn't born in this booster juice. <laughs> And it's comments like that that you can find somewhere else in the new year, not here. Somewhere else, we won't let you know. We won't let you know. You're not listening anyways. No, you're not. <laughs> not a lot of listeners, folks, I'll tell you that. And those that are listening, some of the worst. Some of the worst people by far. <laughs> you know, I looked at the listener count. I looked at it. A lot of idiots. A lot of idiots. Mooncast yeah. 1.0. <laughs> Really bad. <laughs> 2.0. That's where it's in. Tremendous. Tremendous. A lot of hardworking people behind the scenes. They'll love it. They'll love it. I'll tell you, that pig Hillary Clinton, she couldn't have come up with that. <laughs> they have a thing called dialectics. That's right. Some of the best dialectics, the finest dialectics. You know this, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> I listen to these dialectics, I say, wow, what a big dialectic. <laughs> these guys, it's, their brains are huge. I mean, <laughs> they come up with this stuff. I was listening the other day. <laughs> they said something about a wigger <laughs> dialectic. You hear about this? <laughs> it's tremendous, it's tremendous, we love it. <laughs> Man, he literally would do stand-up at some of those fucking rallies. <laughs> yeah. Such a good time. Man. I... I tuned in for a few just for the fun of it. Oh, yeah. You have to. Do you think he'll run again? Uh, probably. Yeah. Or do something. Do something. I don't know. It seems like the there's a lot of people... There's a lot of openings, so who knows what the field will look like. Right. I don't think he'll be able to run the tables again no. like he did last time. And I don't know if he'd need to. No, he might not need to. Him and DeSantis would just be the absolute... Yeah, that'd be insane. ...liberal nightmare. Well, it seems like the cancellations aren't working anymore. And it seems like a no. lot of the... Or some of the tech giants are either, are either stepping down or stepping right a little bit. Yeah. 
Did you, man, did you send me that graphic? Or it must have been you where it showed all of the tech companies' donations to the Democratic Party? No. How cool was that? I've got to find that again. It was just her, like, you sure it wasn't you? It was like just all blue. Like, it could have been. I know I've seen it. But I, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. I think you're right that like peak cancel culture is over. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. It's not good for, well, it's run its course anyway. Especially now that so many people have been canceled, the, the ones doing it have their say now. And right. They got nothing to say. Right. They're not funny. And they can't meme. <laughs> it's like the it's like the meme philosophy uh, or prophecy fulfilling itself. All these these heckin' strong girls, <laughs> mic in front of them, just having nothing to say. Right. Because their politics is just mental illnesses, yeah. as we saw in that article today. <laughs> I'm woke. No, I think you're just dissociating. Yeah, the people who just, they can't get two arguments in without like eye rolling and going, oh, or like fucking mocking. <laughs> no foundations. <laughs> I also find that those people are like, I, I don't run into too many of them in the real world. Yeah. And when they do, I find they stick out like a sore thumb and nobody wants to be around them. Right. Except usually a simp boyfriend. Right, 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 right. Who's taking their picture? But you never know who the simp boyfriend is. It's just like, it's always a different person. It's almost like timeline shifting and you're just like swapping out a different version of Beta. <laughs> totally. Swapping out one try-hard haircut for the next. <laughs> it's more like what happened the other night. I was talking to this girl at work, and I said retarded, and she just she's like, I don't like the use of that word. And then we just, I was like, okay, fine, and we just moved on. Yeah. It wasn't like she belabored it. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Cool, man. You don't like the use of that. A word. woman that doesn't like something. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> and it's comments like that you can find on the new location in the new year. Comments about unique individuals with unique feelings. That's right. Unique emotions. Maybe people like you. We'd be happy to have you at the undisclosed location. We'd be happy to help you find a second emotion. That's right. Maybe a third. All on our way to contentment, maybe happiness, <laughs> maybe fulfillment. I'm helping you process your traumas, man. <laughs> I hate that. Like, I, I stopped telling people I have a podcast when I realized that everybody's just going to assume it's just me complaining about things. <laughs> right. That's like the only mode that people think 
could ever be a thing. Yeah, and that like, it's just like sarcastically. Um, like fake optimism. Oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> great podcast. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I got nothing on this one. Oh, that's fair. Saturday. Daytime. I could be sleeping right now. <laughs> could be walking in the park. Who knows? Yeah. Could be walking in the metaverse. Could be. We should recreate the shanty in the metaverse. That I could get behind. And just have it be like just a black hole of doom. <laughs> just doom. You can do whatever. You can put the nine levels of hell in the shanty if you want. You could. Just like make it a puzzle. <laughs> make it like that. Did you ever see that movie? I never saw it, but it's like a prison. And the people on the, the highest levels get fed first. Yeah. And then the scraps fall successively lower and lower. Oh, wow. It's like some... I don't know what the fuck it is, but... And, you know, then bodies start falling down from the upper levels. <laughs> you could make that in the shanty. You could. I wonder how soon all the Minecrafters will migrate to Metaverse. Hmm. I don't know, maybe in time for Christmas. Christmas in the metaverse. Maybe. Is there a crypto Santa Claus? <laughs> Is uh, it Elon Musk? I think it might be. Satan Claus. <laughs> I saw some tweet that just says Santa, Satan. MF's worshipping Satan one month a year. Couldn't be me. <laughs> what about sums it up? Couldn't be it. Just the old uh, Superman switcheroo. That's right. That dude would literally come in the chimney and give shrooms to the people. Probably just some like psychotic elite person, <laughs> like the 16th century or something. Hello. This <laughs> is getting off on owning people with impunity. Yes. And then manipulating the press to call him a saint. That's right. Yep. Riding off on a reindeer. <laughs> he may have been his generation's Epstein. Yeah, maybe. I mean, a lot of old civilizations were just that. Mm -hmm. Psychotic elites. Yeah, there was like a little Vita Express that was like a cargo ship, I'm sure of it. <laughs> it's possible. A little Vita Express. Fuck. Was that what they called the his plane? Yeah. Fuck. I guess that trial is 
close to over, like they, the prosecution rested, I just saw. Yeah. And called like four witnesses. Yeah. One of them was the pilot who said he saw nothing. Yeah, like seven-year-old pilot. Yeah, I don't expect more to, to come out of it. In the end, it just seemed like, once again, they got a chance to dunk on the, the people they abused. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It would be so great if that, uh, that Maxwell Hill account just like starts up again as soon as she's released. <laughs> We're back. Like she just never gets interviewed or anything. Never answers the questions no. about it on the AMA she continues to do. <laughs> that would be pretty bold. Yeah, well, it worked for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Is he He's back at showing it? Showing up again. True. I, I'm not sure. Oh. The Kevin Spacey thing was just so great. He just said, actually, I'm gay now. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, obviously, based on what you apparently did, or not, and it was some weird power thing. This is the ultimate epitaph. That <laughs> totally really is. And it's t-shirts like that you can find at the new store. Which we haven't put one second into building yet, but <laughs> nope. it will be there, folks. Maybe we could get a, a partnership with that Aqua State Gallery or whatever that fucking thing is on Twitter. Yeah, maybe. That, dude, that gay germ thing, I, I read that most, I read all of it. No idea. I don't know how much I understood. I was like, that is fucking bananas. Yeah, it's definitely a, a logical chain. Right. But like, how autistic do you have to be to put that together? I know, when I saw that, it was like a whole history of it. <laughs> I was like, god damn. God damn. I gotta get to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, I don't know how people do the, the cubicle life. Like, I did three weeks of that shit at CBC, and most of the time was in the cubicle. Oh, just yeah. reading Twitter. Oh, really? Just feeling my spine compressing. <laughs> yeah, that certainly happens. Sink into your spine. Right. You just stand up, and all the blood rushes out of your head, and you almost pass out and hit your head. Yeah. That's how people get addicted to lunch. Oh, that man. It happens once and you assume that you're going to die. <laughs> I'm not eating enough. I'll never make it. That's fucking granola bar culture right there. I'll never make it. <laughs> oh, man. You, yeah. You got all the fucking jitters from the coffee that you haven't earned. Right, right. Just sitting down, like, in, like, potential energy. Doing nothing. Totally. Stand up all that fucking loose blood that fucking <laughs> Yeah, that's that, not moving. That greased blood just shoots down to the floor. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Dehydrated as fuck. Chronically dehydrated, honestly. Yeah. Just have a salty fucking 
fast food lunch, oh you hide yourself, dehydrate yourself even more. Just absolutely pissing highlighter yellow by the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> just in case, just get that double-double from somebody who was going out for lunch. Oh, fuck. Tim's run, you want anything? Fire the onion, you. Yeah. Fire it into the microwave over four oh. hours, <sighs> ten times. Christ sakes. Just looks like fucking beige paint. <laughs> Somewhere in there have like a Tommy gun shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> Could not be me. <laughs> like, fuck that. Just every day. Oh. Until you retire. And then say, I worked hard. Yeah, you yeah. worked hard at trying to kill yourself. Keep telling everybody how tired you are. <laughs> I honestly, I, I'm less trustworthy of people that are addicted to the office lunch. Those are, those are the people making the decisions. I know. I want the guy who's rail thin, who just gets like two coffees a day, you never see him eat. Yeah. And he's just fucking sharp. He's always ready. Yeah. Not the fucking 11.59 run New York fries guy. This is the people who yawn at like 10 a.m. and then... <laughs> oh, it's coffee time. Yeah. Well, I've done jack shit for the last 90 minutes. Yeah. And then the office is like a fucking crack den for a good hour as people metabolize all that caffeine. <laughs> For sure, you hear the you hear the chatter build. Yeah, you hear the yaz increase in like. Yeah, 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 fucking monkeys, fucking apes in the cage. God damn, that's funny. Does your office provide coffee for the workers? I'm not sure. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Never, never checked it out? No, I don't care. That to me is like the golden handcuff. It's like, we got coffee. Yeah, you have a coffee, you have caffeine, we know you're awake. Yeah. Might as well work. You might as well mean you're here. So much of that office culture is like, what's just like kicking the can down the road all day. Yeah. All right, I'll get to that. Yeah, for sure. Whereas, like, in this, whatever, the way I live, if I get something done, then I can move on. Yeah. You get to leave. You have to transition to something. Exactly. Something different. That fucking... It's a prison, honestly. Yeah. And all it takes is a few creature comforts to disguise it as being an opportunity. Well, what's funny is, like, it's all based on, like, the scientific method. It's all about data collection. Mm. That's supposed to be the god that we're worshipping. Right. Dada. Yeah. Making sure you get the right information to the right hands. Those hands are drug and, <laughs> and food-addled. For sure. <laughs> food-addled. Hungover. Oh, yeah. 
just too horny. <laughs> Somehow also impotent. That's why they need blue chew, folks. Blue chew. Blue chew. Can you imagine ads on the mooncast? I think we should do incredible, it. Incredible, man. <laughs> I think we should just do the worst. Absolutely. Just be lunatics. I think that's the move. Somehow make it weekly. <laughs> and then just... Uh, just do it. Oh, honestly, man. We could go out... We could go out twice a month still, but then just cut each episode in half. Yeah, we could do that. Just, you know... Just, you don't even, like, just do the come town thing and just cut off the recording. Yeah. And just start the recording again. Yeah, we could totally do it. Just like an endless walk. Yeah. No intro, no outro. No, none of that. I like it. I think I'm into that. It's a horrible way to pre present ourselves to the uh, world. Don't just really. like on lunatic days, but whatever. I honestly, I think I need the mooncast to offset the, the North Bank Media podcast. Right, you gotta get the wolf out. Uh, exactly. Because I'm thinking now with the NBM pod, I'm gonna just, I'm really gonna strip it down to maybe half the output. Okay. But I'm gonna live with each episode and cut up in clips and fucking do some video right. editing. That makes sense. Yeah. The time I would spend on the second episode of the week, I'll spend on the other one just like right. marketing it. Adding value. Yep, totally. And then just go say the dumbest fucking shit on this podcast. Yeah, just get it out. Yeah. I like it. That's the dialectic right there. Or something, the binary. Something like red berries covered in white snow. Something like it. Yeah, I've been on about how the the office is the worst thing that ever happened to office culture. The show, The Office. Yeah, yeah for okay. the longest time. Because if you ever work in an office for a long time, that show just feels like being mocked by Hollywood, <laughs> especially the American version. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But like nothing was, nothing hit it on the nose more than the Michael Scott does uh, improv episode. Oh man. Just the yes ending that's required in an office to deal with some people. <laughs> Interesting. The type of people who, like, you'll never make it past if you don't yes and them, and who knows what kind of person they are. Right. It's like, do you even want to pass them because then they're behind you? Yeah. <laughs> and then you end up like Joel Santana in that picture with Mike Tyson. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he just has his hand. Uh, Mike Tyson standing behind him, and he has uh, Jules Santana's wrists in his hands. Yes. <laughs> that's not a good look. No, it's not. That's how. Uh, that's how a lot of middle managers look to me. <laughs> they have the corporation's gigantic hands around their little wrists. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the office took great pains to make not one character likable or, uh, like, stable. 
or in any way admirational. Yeah, for the bulk of it, yeah. In the later seasons, it seemed like everybody needed to be redeemed by the show, and I thought that mm -hmm. was kind of defeating the purpose. Yep, totally. But, uh, yeah, certainly. They were all like a pathetic thing in their own way. Right. And I hadn't thought much about it, but one time Doug was saying like Jim is like one of the worst, and then we're re-watching it. Because it's just, truly, it's just on an endless loop in my life. Every so often I go back to it. Right. I'm like, Jim is a total asshole. Oh yeah, for sure. In many ways. And you wonder if his move, his turn into the fucking Jack Bauer 2.0. <laughs> just to shed that. Right. Shed the beta vibes. Totally. Because that character was just somebody who was bullied his whole life because people just assumed he was a creep. Right. And he's tall, so he gets unwarranted attention, disproportional amount of attention. Yeah. He's just a narcissist with no skills. And we find that Jim is a narcissist. <laughs> and Pam is his mother. <laughs> hey, Sam. How's it going, man? <laughs> there he is. And we can see that perhaps the Pam character is equally narcissistic. Yeah, the office memes are very telling when you see them online now. It really signals what kind of person is sending them. And I often don't see them used in the same, like, in the same way that the office was written. Right. For, like, the same intention. <laughs> Good ear. I got my fucking headphones in. Yeah. I've said for a long time, there's nothing worse than meeting somebody else who's seen The Office <laughs> and like sharing that knowing. That's one of the worst things in the world. Right. I want to hear more about The Office memes. Like what are they, what are they usually? Well, there's one of uh, Ryan checking off something on his notebook <laughs> from that menu or from that episode when he was a narcissist. Right. Um, there's all the um, Jim looking at the camera ones. Right. Um, Pam saying it's the same picture. Any Michael Scott one I've seen is used wrong. Like the no, no, no one. Like oh, just yeah. everything about that show just paints him as pathetic and anyone like dunking on Trump using a Michael Scott oh, meme. Oh, yeah. He's missing the point. That is true. Because there's no like, unless you're picking the later seasons when everyone has a tan. <laughs> um, and choosing memes from that era. Right. You're not really using a meme of a heroic character because they no, stayed true. the same for all the relevant run of that show right that was the beauty of that show is that they were all like static characters yeah and to, to project a hero's arc on it i think is to to be a narcissist absolutely <laughs> as far as i can tell and we see when jim uh, looks at the camera he believes the whole entire apparatus of the show is for him. <laughs> you can hear our full-length interview with Sam Vaknin on the new episodes and in the new year. 
I'm gonna post this episode. I'm gonna have that moment on December 31st where I have 100 episodes, and then I'm pulling all the mooncasts down. All right. On January 1st, and we can decide what to do with them after. Sounds good. I don't need that. We don't. You don't need that. <laughs> that means we uh, we can put it behind the paywall. That's true. The original mooncast. Yes. People will hear the birth of the git dialect. Absolutely. What's it? What's a git again? A laugh or a stupid person? I think it's a stupid person, but I'm not sure. That one I never forgot was scroll up for a git, and it was that kind <laughs> of fucking dress. I was like, okay, fine, but like just like way too tight. Yeah. Just like see that he is a man, in fact. Yeah. It's like, oh goodness. Just everything but the hooker pumps. Yeah. Like. Actually, I won't go into insane detail, but somebody I know at their at their place of work, they're looking at fucking degendering the the, work, the the changing spaces, the locker rooms. Oh, really? Because the men, there's there's way more women. Oh, okay. So they want to just flatten it so that people can. It's like, is that the so move? So the men have to talk. Right. It's like, what? Why don't you just switch it so give the men the smaller area? If yeah. There's less of them. But it's not fair, and it doesn't look on paper to have it not fair. Exactly. The system get, where you're oppressing people. Need to get Christine Wood in there, whatever her name was. <laughs> Hello, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Just a fucking 245-pound man in a wig. I I know his voice is boomy. Oh. Even if he tries to heighten it. He's echoing in the locker room. And he, <clears throat> and he, and he. It's like, and he. And <laughs> he. <laughs> Boomy. Just shaking the lockers. <laughs> Women and girls just frightened. I want to go in there. Mr. Wood is in there. Don't wow. worry, children. <laughs> and by the way, it's Miss, Miss, Mrs. Wood. <laughs> Miss Wood, I mean, that really is the fucking whole thing right there. Yeah. Especially when he's at the age of, like, just having that little black man creepy voice. <laughs> yeah, my <coughs> name is Miss Wood. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, playboy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, changes the gender of all, like, the things. How you doing, sis? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on, playgirl? <laughs> yeah, my name is, uh... My name is Garfield. <laughs> yeah, Say what, bitch? Say, say what, bitch? It's a shaking white lady. <laughs> Just interrupting conversations. For sure. So they wouldn't let us in the meeting. Say what, bitch? <laughs> yeah, he just pops out of a locker. <laughs> I had to change in here. I, ha I had to... Just swinging around every corner. Fucking just an absolute hog. <laughs> just got the towel up nice and high so it's peeking. Yeah, just slapping against the skin. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Oh, I'm finna get me some food. <laughs> Dad got me a good pump on. He's looking at his arms in the mirror, just absolutely ripped. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
Mann, Mann, Mann. Just gonna get me some food as he swings his fucking dick around the corner of that. I mean, <laughs> whoa. It's modern day commentary like this you can find on the new episodes in the new year. And you will find it. You will find it. And there will be pictures that accompany the stories. Yes, that's that's a move right there. Maybe some drawings. Yeah. <laughs> some drawings. I miss wood and how little little innocent Sarah May got a concussion that one day from Miss Wood turning the corner at the same time as her. Whoop-bam! <laughs> Hey, Halapa! They thought there was baseball happening in the field outside, but it that's was just a home run for the Wilkes. That's sweet swinging crack of the bat that signals the end of the end of summer or the end of winter. <laughs> no confirmations if Miss Wood was corking, but I know for sure that old Sarah May is going, going and gone. <laughs> Touch them all, Christine. Touch them all. She's rounding the bases. <laughs> Schizophrenic. Trans black man named Miss Wood. God damn. Who won't stop going in the women's locker room. Oh. You know what's hilarious to me is that the gym changed ownership during that lawsuit. Can you imagine buying a business with that yeah. in the lean? Oh, and by the way, <laughs> some of our clientele are yeah. colorful. Right. Oh, okay, no problem. I'm just not really paying much mind to it. A couple of beige people, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what it is. First, first Monday morning call with the lawyers. Okay, gentlemen, I don't know how to tell you this, but... Uh, just, uh, just have a look at this video. Yeah. Six foot seven, <laughs> former linebacker in a skirt. Yeah. Okay. Walks into the ladies' room. <laughs> oh Jesus! It was at that moment they knew they fucked up. <laughs> the camera's shaking as the voice <laughs> echoes in the hallway. Right. Why is the security camera shaking? It's fucking. It's like that shot in Jurassic Park where it's like the glass of water vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> And Jeff Goldblum says at some point, that's a big dump. <laughs> or that's a big pile of, I forget what he says. God. But there is also something about working in the office where you're trapped, more or less, that makes the fucking, like, bile come out when you see things like that on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It just sure. makes me, un like, disproportionately mad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't really care. It's not my business or problem. But in that moment, I fucking lost it. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Jesus. What the? I'm just like hunched over my laptop. You gotta do something about that, not my job. Yeah, exactly. That's more important. I'm going to my room. <laughs> <laughs> just full on Naruto running down the hallway. <laughs> I'm going to my room. You're gonna feel my wrath, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> just turn up Ben Shapiro to full volume. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you, you, you can have some tall black man uh, coming in the locker room, okay? That's just wrong. It doesn't follow Judeo-Christian logic. <laughs> I don't even have to say it. I don't even have to say it. It's obvious. Why are you doing this? Listen up, gang. <laughs> uh. Oh, I feel like I don't air this evening. That's my plan as well. Nice. Where's your go-to spot? My kitchen. Oh, damn, of course. What the fuck am I talking about? You gotta get you some Aladdin doing air meat. Oh, yeah. Just have them on demand. God damn. That's horrendous. Horrendously good. Yeah, I've had them so much since I discovered that yesterday. <laughs> or I guess it was Thursday. I just whipped up a donair sauce, just like eyeballing everything. Nice. Of the sweet variety? Yeah. Nice. Just of the absolute syrupy, cummy <laughs> yeah. texture. <laughs> just softly coagulating the milk. Right. Mm. Your booming voice echoing through the apartment. <laughs> it's like Miss Wood taught me. Coagulate that milk. Yeah, you gotta, yeah how you do it? You gotta coagulate You gotta add that vinegar in it. <laughs> Put the vinegar in my ass. Ooh! <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> on your bikini line. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And it's 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 disgusting things like this you can find on the new episode of the new year <laughs> at the new it's, location. It's so funny to because I never spent any time on those nineties movies. Right. Especially the Michael Douglas ones because they never play on like TBS and no. stuff because they were just too explicit. But there were so many movies like that. Oh yeah. Where he's just like kind of a creep. Yeah. I like to put the cigarette out in your belly button. <laughs> is it like him getting throat cancer from too much oral sex? Is that a meme or is that real? I think it's actually real. I think uh, if like like HPV okay. is present, then you can you can screw yourself over. Fair enough. Which just like this is hell. He's <laughs> married to Catherine Zeta Jones. Right. And you can't eat the pussy. Or you did, and you and you almost died. Maybe that's the hero's journey we need. Is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> finding <laughs> Asian-looking Welsh women to lose our throats to. 
Roger Ebert ourselves. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I ate the pussy. <laughs> Man, it was worth it. <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> Give it five popcorn kernels out of five. <laughs> Put the vinegar in last. <laughs> <laughs> He said that in the movie. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Delaire Sauce Chronicles. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Put the vinegar in my ass. Yeah. Glenn Close. <laughs> I'm a slut for Delaire. Yeah. Introducing Christine Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I love those donuts. In a world, in a world where everybody's being forced to eat bugs, <laughs> one donair shop proprietor is serving up something a little different. Joel Siskel died when he saw this movie. <laughs> Put the vinegar in my ass. It's an absolute mega hit in China. <laughs> yeah, we got a moon cast in China one day. Oh my god, yeah. I'm calling it now. One of those crazy landscapes, those insane <laughs> parks they have. Yeah, just on the on the Great Wall, just full voice, just saying the most nonsense things. What the vinegar? <laughs> just bellowing it out into the into the netherworld. Thank oh, you. That's all right. Those things are beasts. Those popped out. Out. It just that's what Christine Wood said. It just <laughs> popped up. <laughs> this is cancelable. The three inch skirt. Oh, yeah. oh. Eight inches of wood. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if you can pitch things to uh, gonzo companies anymore. <laughs> so get this. It's a baseball theme. Miss Wood does Dallas. And Dallas is 90 pounds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This might not even make it onto the main channel for very long. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Just get it up in time to say it was there and then. <laughs> Just put a dial tone instead. For sure. This is tribute. The podcast you are trying to access is no longer in service. Please hang up and put the vinegar in my ass. (laughs) (sighs) 
There's really no better feeling sometimes than that Saturday feeling where it's like you don't have anything that you have to do. Yeah, that's one of the gifts of office life. True. Plenty that you could do, some things that you will do. Nothing you have to do. Certainly people in your life will insert themselves and make it so you definitely have to do things on Saturdays. That's for sure. It That's depends on how much you care. That's right. And folks, right now, I really don't care very much. <laughs> There's this video about uh, Cleveland and how it sucks okay. as a place to live. Right. And in one part of it, they're like, this passes as art. And it's just a hundred times better than this. No. <laughs> like, it still sucks, but... We're it talking about, makes sense. At least makes sense. Yeah. We're talking about the Talus Dome here, folks, by the way. Edmonton's shame. If it was the Talus Getting Dome, I'd be, <laughs> be into it. Now we're talking. Sponsored by Talus. <laughs> Talus about getting dome. Talus about getting dome. There's a bunch of phallus-shaped microphones facing out. <laughs> Talus about it. Tell us about it. Tell us about your dome, folks. That's crazy that just as we were thinking about migrating to Shout Engine, they shut down. Yeah. I'm very surprised. That is crazy. They obviously weren't making any money. Sorry? They obviously weren't making any money. Yeah, probably not. I think RSS will be good and okay. maybe we could have like a WordPress site. Sure. With a link to the Shopify store. Yeah. For the t-shirts. If all that can be done for like no money in just a few hours a week, I'm into it. Yeah. Ultimately, without this podcast, I probably would have been invested in a lot more bullshit than, uh, <laughs> than I am now. That's good. I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I would have been wasting my time on a lot of things. Yeah. You could definitely, I mean, yeah, you can build a WordPress site for free. Yeah. RSS is like, I think it's like 140 bucks a year. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's less than that, I gotta check. I assume I have to re-up pretty soon here. Maybe we could start a company, Mooncast Inc. That'd be cool. Start, yeah, we, we actually should trademark that name, I think. Yeah, like I've seen other Mooncasts, but okay. I doubt there are any in Canada. Okay. Hi. Good morning. 
see if <clears throat> the moon cast. What do you envision the website doing? Uh, I guess just hosting the net of different marketing funnels we have. Right. Just being a series of doors. Right. There's a whole lot of embeds that that link to each other. Yeah. I think I could do that fairly easy just with a simple algorithm and a basic style guide. Right. You could also... You could also make a page. <laughs> Each episode could have a page and then all the receipts or all the fucking text chat content that fed into it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like a glossary and an index. Yeah, totally. I'm into it. It's like Drudge Report, but only for half-remembered conspiracy theories and calling people gay. Pretty much. <laughs> That is it. Because <sighs> the amount of time and labor, not labor, but just time and thought that goes into the text chat, if we could leverage that to you know, bolster yeah. the mooncast. If we could just like open social uh, social media accounts with like a shared password, I'd be down. And then just have our conversation there. <laughs> I think you. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> Did you see Jordan Peterson? I don't know if it was yesterday. He tweeted some shit about how you shouldn't be anonymous on Twitter. No, really. And then a bunch of anon anons or whatever were just ripping him. Quite funny. I thought one of his rules was to leave the skateboarders alone. Right. I think he's lost his way a little bit if I could discern anything. The fucking like the slightly rebellious or iconoclastism is just gone. Now he's just like addicted to being people's dads. What did he actually rebel against? Conspel compelled speech? What else? So, uh, I guess the whole... I think he thought he was rejecting the entirety of the woke movement and the leftism in universities. Which he identified as an issue. You're gonna have to show me receipts on that. Sure. It's a good point though. 
you say like he, he had the moment against the trans movement and then suddenly he's like lecturing about the Bible and then selling a book. It's like, hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people hallucinated his influence. That's true. He be yeah, totally became like an icon. He became the dad with which we could all project upon our hopes and dreams. My dad could beat up all the wokes. <laughs> I do think visual content for the Mooncast needs to be top of mind because we've got the audio figured out like if we could improve the quality sure yeah but we need some kind of visuals at the same rate as the audio is coming out do you think it would be worth it <clears throat> yeah I don't know I mean is any of it really worth it or are we just like <laughs> doing something to keep from going insane yeah because, like, I just think of all the time it would take to edit it. Like, I could edit oh, the yeah. audio in an hour, but sure. video seems like... Well, yeah, that's a good point. It would be pretty shoddy. Well, I don't know what it would be. But I think we got to pick, like, a what kind of fidelity we're going for, and then it'll right. make things easier. That's a good point. Is this supposed to be a 4K podcast? <laughs> Shot on red cameras? No, not yet. Hopefully not ever. If I ever shoot a podcast on a cinema camera, I want you just to kill me. <laughs> if I say the crew will be there at so-and-so time, just kill me. Either we go studio or we keep doing it as is. We do not turn this into a fucking film production. <laughs> you don't want to have your own Timcast? <laughs> you see that guy just lose his fucking shit on Timcast the other day? No. Who was it? Uh, a, I don't know, Raw the Rugged Man or some shit? Oh, R.A. No, the no. Rugged Man? Looked to me like a total wigger. I'm not sure. I think people were calling him like a wannabe rapper. Okay. Maybe he's, I don't know what, it doesn't matter, but he's... <laughs> He just kept saying, I'm not that guy, I'm not that guy. And Tim's like, you are that guy, you are that guy. <laughs> and the guy just stands up, <laughs> flips the mic stand. Wow. Yeah, it got real. Very real, too real, you might even say. I'm really not a fan of that show. No, I don't like that guy very much. I just watch it for the guests. Right. It seems like he's just too naive and trying too hard sometimes. It's, I'm, I'm very tired of all the leftist stuff out there that people are trying to pass as like mm. against the progressive narrative when it's just classic leftism. Yeah. Jordan Peterson is one of them. Oh yeah. That whole IDW class. They all just have the same ideas. Right. It's either leftism or some kind of like centrism as if they just thought of centrism. Yeah. But centrum, centrism while also pushing the centrist conservatives further right. 
Right. I'm actually sick, generally, of people talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is why we have a podcast. Right. We can't listen to people when we're podcasting. That's right. But, I, yeah, I mean... Sam... Sam Johnson is kind of going down the road of, like, getting into podcasts and stuff now, so we've been talking a bit about it. Right. It's like, you ever, you ever heard of Gary Vaynerchuk? I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not really down with that guy. So how about Lex Friedman? You ever heard of Lex Friedman? Yeah. <laughs> not really down with that guy either. I'm not really down with anybody anymore. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. No disrespect to someone who is getting into listening. It's like... It's, Everyone gets there eventually. Yeah, exactly right. Especially once you realize how little effort it takes to do a podcast. <laughs> you just have to like set up audio, possibly video. Right. And then not spend your whole time talking about other podcasts. <laughs> That's about it. Have an original thought, for God's sake. It was just like... There's your rules for life. <laughs> Learn how to record data. Yep. Learn how to not talk about other people's data too much. That's a great rule right there. Yes, sir. Learn how to record data and don't talk about other people's data too much. I also think that the the social media or the text component of the Mooncast would allow me to do what I'm trying to do with the North Bank solo cast that I don't want to do anymore. Like I have all these ideas and all these observances about the culture that I just, I'd rather just like display the tweets that are informing me and stop talking about it. Instead of trying to form a, a character to deliver the, yes. the shit. Yeah. Exactly right. I get what you mean. Yeah. So, <laughs> to have the Mooncast and the Solo Cast off the North Bank brand is, is so freeing. I'm sure of it. As I said, I had no idea why you decided to put the Mooncast on your thing and then <laughs> put like a full profile of me as if that would make any sense. <laughs> In the context of what we talk about? Right. Yeah, I don't think... Well, I definitely dropped the profile of you after a while. I mean, it's still there, but it's not on the new episodes. Right. But yeah, there was... It was It was a, definitely something done with not a lot of thought. Which was kind of the, pro, the point, but yeah. Once you're implicating other people, you might want to think about it. It's a very lefty thing to just, like spew out everything you know about somebody just in case other people need to know mm. not that you need to be all anonymous and everything but no oh, this is my friend he's a so-and-so and a what what you know him and him he's connected to them right now you're in the system man <laughs> now the vinegar's in your ass yeah exactly right here comes the salt <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm even like, I don't know. I don't even know if our names necessarily have to go behind the Mooncast. 
Like, it doesn't have, like, the moon cast by. It's, like, that's not really it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd prefer to, because eventually okay. I'll link it to things that I'm doing. Okay. I consider myself an artist, and I'm not really afraid of mm -hmm. my opinions. Okay. But certainly if you need to, you might want to. Because <laughs> if your name, like, links to a moon cast, and you're just on, like, a, just running your own normie um, interview podcast, the last thing you want is right. someone just come... Uh, confront your opinions on things that maybe they don't want to discuss right. with you. That's right. A normie interview podcast with normie Kwong. It could be as simple as like doing the RSS and then mm -hmm. making sure our social media accounts are shadow banned <laughs> by just going mask off with them. Right. Just trying to get canceled so we get shoved down the right into the hidden replies and stuff. I guess I don't think I would say anything on any platform that was indefensible. Like, I wouldn't just be racist for this. Like, I, I just wouldn't be hateful, I don't yeah. think. You know how far you have to go to, like, get to fully racist? <laughs> well, it depends how you look at it. Either not very far at all, or truly you have to go all the way. Well, you're talking about defensibility. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. And certainly... From certain perspectives, anything even hinting at the notion of race, if it isn't accompanied by all the all the rosaries, right. you're going to be stepping into trouble with the high priests and priestesses of social media. <laughs> but certainly a joke with context can go pretty far without actually spelling mm. things out and right. being obvious. Yeah, that's probably true. I also think if it did come, if, if there ever was any kind of pushback or reaction, that it would be a good thing. As long as I didn't lose too much income or any income over it. Yeah, I think you just got to push through the cancellations because right. ultimately they can only cancel you so many times. And if it gets to the point where they're actually doing physical things, then you're just you're in a different house altogether. Right. So being afraid of it is kind of stupid. I think, yeah, it's, that's a good point, man. The fear is unwarranted. Because but, but they're, they're fucking around and they're, nobody's making them find out yet. And eventually they will have to find out. <laughs> Alright. And they will. Everyone does. <laughs> Feels like the turn is coming when David Suzuki said we should blow up pipelines. Yeah. Very funny that that like, actually came out of a direct... <laughs> um, source like that because it, it had been like in the underground for a long time right I still have to say that moment when Jason Kenny was up there taking questions and somebody brought up Suzuki he just stops listening to the question and looks off camera and starts motioning and someone brings him this big fucking binder oh really Boom. <laughs> <clears throat> you know David Suzuki and then just fucking <laughs> That's great. Well, maybe he is on the down low. That seems like a very uh, thorough thing to do. Oh, yeah. Very thorough. He's ready for war. Yeah, that's one of my least favorite people in the world, Suzuki. Yeah, he's... Has been for the longest time. One of those people, those, like those weesh people that, that were pushed in front of us as Canadians to like idolize. Right. 
This is, yeah, this is the Canadian persona right here, guys. Nobody that anybody I knew actually chose to, like, look at as an example. <laughs> but it was in every textbook. It's like, what, he makes nature documentaries? Like, what does he even do? <laughs> Conservatism? He makes nature documentaries and he's in them? Yeah. And we have to know his name? Right. I am nature. <laughs> That's right. This is the nature of things. This is my thing. <laughs> Get a load of my thing. He, he really is like Canada's Dr. God. He really is. Well, Canada's got a lot of Dr. Gods, honestly. True. If people are going against science, they're going against Dr. Fauci. <laughs> I am science. Yeah. I can't do a David Suzuki accent. His voice isn't really that notable. Or without doing some racist parody. It's kind of like the West Coast in Canada as, as it is, right? There's nothing distinguishing about it. Just bland. Just bland. Just mid-temperature. Mid <laughs> Just lukewarm mid-season. That would honestly be the, like, the... Our, gener our millennial doctor god from West Coast Canada would be lukewarm. <laughs> hey, guys. Just talking with a vocal fry. I'm lukewarm. I guess, I guess, like... What I'd say is, for me, I feel like... You're okay, listening so to the This Is Very Important podcast. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear This Is Very Important today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I gotta listen for that next time in an office with just like the... The rise and fall of the caffeine. Yeah. It is funny when you hear somebody coughing one day and then the next cubicle, a couple cubicles over and then someone else has a cough. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, yeah you can notice a lot of things, unfortunately. Yeah, it's really... A lot of office spaces, especially the smaller ones, are just like a giant bathroom. Like, you can't escape the orb of, like, the shit pot. Right, right. Yeah, the one thing CBC has going for is that it's a huge office, so the bathrooms are way the fuck away. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just... I just think it's so unnatural, man. Yeah, for sure. It's that old, uh... Agricultural revolution into the industrial revolution created this collective working bullshit that kind of goes against our human ethos, man. Yeah, I mean, all the ways that we got worse at being outside, right, it just contributed to all of this being horrible. Right. I was even thinking about that word. <laughs> it's like those people have to drive to, to exercise somewhere and then the people get sick of them parking on their streets. Yeah. It's like in there was a certain time when just living was enough exercise. Right. Yeah, it's really interesting to see pictures of like 40s and 50s America. Mm -hmm. Just how everybody like it's uniform, but right. like everybody is prepared for their lives. Right. They have everything they need. Right. 
Everybody lean, everybody, you know. Yeah. Very few fatties, no fatties, really. Yeah. There's a guy that lives on this street who, who uh, oh, he is in a wheelchair with no legs. Okay. And he owns a jet boat. Oh, nice. And one day he, <laughs> he drove by and saw Jerry had the boat, so they strike up a brief friendship. Right. And Roy invites Jerry to come on his jet boat, and Roy drives the fucking thing like a maniac, apparently. Oh, really? He's like, I can't hang out with Roy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he actually took his jet boat up White Mud Creek in the spring, and there's a video on YouTube. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Incredible. I don't know where he turned the fucking thing around. Driving like a legless man. Pretty much, like nothing to lose. It's like when you see people driving and there's some kind of malady on their car and then they do the thing that caused the malady right in front of you. <laughs> That's so good. Just the shitty fucking van with the dented inside panel just pulling out. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking. No, no, looking the other way. The habit that I developed, I started calling it the Leduc lane change, where I would look, signal, and turn the steering wheel all at once to the left, just <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I clipped my mirror on a traffic cone one time. Oh, really? Yeah, just not looking. I really enjoy driving, I get into it. Oh, me too, man. Just like fully aware, just like dialed in. It's a, it's a great, good mental exercise. Yeah, it'd be great to have like oh, one of the out, cars. Oh, watch out, buddy, watch out, fuck. Watch out. Truck coming. That kid was gonna wheel right in there, man. Fuck. That would have truly been the end of the podcast. Oh yeah, me. I would have just left the shit right here. <laughs> we just have to switch to a, tr a crane shot just slowly. <laughs> The drone shot slowly just rising into the the community. Into the mist. Yeah. Just a five hour or an hour long Gasper Noe type thing. Totally. And a younger version of me would do some ridiculous fucking movie about my grief as if it was anything to do with me. <laughs> I could have stopped the little boy. <laughs> but I chose to think only of me. Yeah, that's some blue eyes though. Did yeah. So that dog that we passed. Oh, I didn't on the bridge? Yeah. Didn't notice. Some crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. I'd say I enjoy driving slightly less in my in my vehicle that I have now. Oh yeah. Whenever I take Rachel's out, just for whatever reason, it's like you're way closer to the road. Right. You know, the I like the Mazda. Steering the suspension is tight. Yeah, I think there's a reason they're so popular yeah. in the winter places and why Japan made like Subarus and Mitsubishis and that. Right. Yeah, mine doesn't have any torque. Probably, thankfully, I'd probably have <laughs> <laughs> run it into a fucking bus shelter. Yeah. <laughs> but it has enough that I can just kind of just put it to the floor regularly and nice. not have too many problems. That's actually pretty relieving that you can just floor it. Yeah. 
In that Ford, I'm just kind of like a big fat guy. I'm just like... <laughs> dumb. Like, when you hit it, it, it fucking waddles off the line like this. All right. Goes. <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe once the Mooncast pops off, you can buy, buy a brand new Honda. Yeah. The awesome mode. <laughs> yes. Add on. The That's awesome. the plan. That is it. You're going too fast. <laughs> Fuck you, Asimo. Battery's low. <laughs> Put vinegar in your Asimo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here comes the salt. <laughs> <laughs> I live my life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Interesting to see what the next couple of years bring. Oh, Seems yeah. like a lot of things have been kind of a lot of crises have been averted, but also not like dealt with or like no preventative measures have been enacted at all about a lot of things that could have ruined us. Mm -hmm. I feel like that bubble may burst in a couple domains. Mm. Or not. I don't know. I've been calling it Dust Bowl for the longest time. <laughs> it's going to happen. I, yeah, I just don't think it'll be a straight line to the Dust Bowl, but it's coming. The monocrop, everything from like monocropping to fucking the mass psychosis where people think, like, just look at this. You tell me a Dust Bowl is not the end goal here? <laughs> yeah. Everything from bug burgers to mass psychosis. Yeah. Especially if they, uh, they rug pull the GMOs and there's oh, just man. no solution. and. <laughs> There's no actual knowledge in the, uh, in the family's running egg. No. You just get it like a Vancouver flood situation. Well. It's a whole generation of people who didn't know what was coming for them. Right. You just have to look at that situation and just then just times that by whatever. And the next one comes. Yeah. And it's like this time the flood water doesn't recede from the highway. <laughs> This time you're beachside. This time you're beachside. Except it's Pacific Northwest beach size. Right. So it's shit water. It's cold and fucking lukewarm as they're podcasting. Yeah. This used to be like the happiness fucking place, man. <laughs> just counting the turds floating past the window of this podcast studio. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Six. Let's get some super chats for seven. <laughs> for sure. Getting excited. I'm getting almost lukewarm. <laughs> I'm getting almost lukewarm. Cancel the heaters, man. They caused this. <laughs> Don't forget to keep it warm, people. They caused me to choose podcasting as a career instead of contributing to society. Yeah, it's that's like eight contributors on it. Right. All just like ramping up their local fries to say something. Uh, <laughs> A chorus of local fries. <laughs> if we had half a brain, 
or a little more time, we could translate a lot of this shit into sketch comedy. Yeah, probably. It's always the performance of it that's annoying and true. hard to do. Most actors these days are woke. Yeah, that too. And I think I really will draw the line at acting. I'll yeah, you think so? I think. I'll do a podcast. I'll fucking whatever. I'll go on another podcast, but I've thought about acting and I just... I won't say it, but I just don't think I can do it. The thing is, I do think I can do it, and that's the problem. Right. The narcissist in you. Right. I got that Leo in me that would just... I'm acting and everybody's watching me. <laughs> yeah. Mommy, are you watching? Daddy, are you watching? Here I go again. I'm the sun. I'm your son. I'm the sun. I'm your son. 100%. Just look down, look up, and you're like the dry humping type of person. <laughs> Just like humping legs of every person you meet. <laughs> acting. Can you see me acting? It's an easy mode to get into, and you really feel like you're winning. You do. That's that's totally right, man. Just be like, wow, you're expressing yourself. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you meet a half dozen attractive people who are also in the acting mode, and you really feel like the world is reinforcing everything. Oh man. None of those rejections mean anything. <laughs> no. I just love being on set, doing what I love with cool people. <laughs> These are the coolest people. <laughs> People don't understand that mason jars are on aisle six of Trader Joe's. That's right. We love aisle six. I'd be happy to take you down there. <laughs> but I should meet you there already. No outsiders in my group. My manager says the last outsider I left in made me look weird on camera. <laughs> I thought we had chemistry. I thought the camera would capture it. <laughs> I was doing research at a hardware store. <laughs> Honestly, I think the DP used the wrong lights, but I wouldn't say that to his face because I really respect the crew. <laughs> I really respect the crew and the stylist too. <laughs> the hairdressers. That's right. Everybody worked so hard. We work 16 hour days as if that means we're valuable. Did I mention my ankles can go behind my head? Please consider me for that role. Well, th well, thank you, Patrick, for coming out and auditioning. Really this, nice to see you again. This third extra. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> With the featured line in the diarrhea bathroom scene. I've really been preparing my whole life for this moment. <laughs> You know, when I was a kid, I always used to say, oh shit, in a funny voice, and I thought, this would translate great on screen. <laughs> My parents always laughed and laughed and laughed. Producer, I am your son, too. <laughs> Empty cups. I can see why you don't want to be a vessel for... Yeah. Somebody else's words. Yeah. Or an agenda, more and more. For the trash that other people are like, force-fed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's this hilarious fucking 
thought that goes around in certain circles where it's like, you know, somewhere right now there's a film crew working a 16-hour day so you can watch an hour and a half of entertainment. <laughs> it's like, so what? That is very funny. <laughs> somewhere a semantic person has to deal with an unventilized office space. <laughs> right. So maybe you should respect next time you watch a movie. So maybe you should forget the Bergs and the <laughs> and the credits that you saw. Right, don't think about it. The Bergs and the Steins. There was no Bergs. Just notice the Davies and the and the Stevens. And the McCulloughs and the McDonalds. Yeah. They're the ones. Yeah, that's that's about it. And don't notice the 400 Korean people on the VFX team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 75% of this film isn't real. <laughs> we promise we're paying the scale. <laughs> this is the scale, this is not usury. <laughs> Remember, you owe us. You owe us after all those things. That, like, the sing-songy stuff, the, like, performatively mm -hmm. gesticulating mannerisms and the, uh, right. the sarcasm, those three things. If you don't have that, like, overflowing, you're not going to make it, I don't mm -hmm. think. This is, uh, That's just fun to be around. Exactly. Just fun to be around. I just tripped out because that was Jerry and that fucking, he didn't even recognize us or see Oh, in us. the truck? Yeah, no, in the Equinox. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eyes on the road, I guess. Or he knew what was going on and wanted no fucking part of it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's, is he still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Both equally likely. For sure. <laughs> if the uninitiated thinks we look like dorks, <laughs> flying to look like undercover cops, right, right, and certainly the people we know could not are be very disappointed. Absolutely, could not be less proud of us. That's good stuff. Best case scenario, we turn it into ad buzz. Yep, I think that's really it. We just gotta, if we do end up with people who listen to it, we just gotta figure out how to have a permanent distance from them. Mm. Right. Like, Not exactly that you don't interact with them, but just that <laughs> almost all of them can never enter the life. No, no. You just, you cannot care about anything they have to say. Which I think feeds, in some way it feeds a certain viewer. If I just keep watching and listening and emailing one of these days, yeah. they're gonna use my joke. <laughs> I just can't, honestly, the funny thing is I can't imagine what kind of tool would listen to this shit. But also I love doing it. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I don't know, I, I've watched a few things by like A&Rs and marketing directors about how to build an audience and mm -hmm. That seems to be a fairly easy thing to do in music, and I wonder if it's the same thing in, hmm. 
in podcasting, you just kind of you take the long route and you don't sell out too early. Mm. And eventually, you just just the audience trickles in. Okay. And you catch the loyal ones and hopefully not too many of the crazy ones, and then okay, and then you can have some kind of side income or even a main income from it. That'd be awesome. I, I yeah, it probably is a long a long play. I think if we can like leverage Jarvis and like not just be fully stuck on like local content and shit, mm. we can pull in people and like from outside and expats as well. Because right. if it's just like a local podcast, that first of all I wouldn't do it, right? And second of all, nobody would listen to it. No, no, it's got to be global. Almost every. Um, podcast I've heard that's a local one it's a guarantee that they reference just esoteric things that they think are memes but are only like local things right but they're also so like benign that they're easily translatable to any other podcast so it just it's well it's basically kitsch right just kitsch concepts and uh and then just referencing JRE right right that's an absolute no-no because you know it's just so they can put the JRE hashtag in their descriptions. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck that. Maybe one day I'll get on it. Yeah. Maybe right. one day Joel asked me if I did DMT. <laughs> I mean, I haven't yet, but I want to. <laughs> just thinking out your response. <laughs> just answering Joe Rogan when he's asking these gas questions. <laughs> totally. And then talking over them as they wrap up their answer, as he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what that Joker meme is. Which one is that? The one of him uh, doing the stand-up, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Okay. With his book on the stage, just like smiling after he told the terrible joke. <laughs> Yeah, that is it. It's, it is the narcissist uh, point of view, where you are a major Rogan experience. You are addicted to narcissistic supply. <laughs> and you fear abandonment, like Minnie here. <laughs> Minnie is a slut whole bitch, and I'm a narcissist. <laughs> Sam Bachman. I have, to, I have to watch another Vacton video to polish up the uh, impression. <laughs> and get the content down, that's the thing, you gotta say the right things. Yeah, that's the problem with impressions, you gotta do research. Right. That's part of the reason the, well, the Alec Baldwin Trump impersonation was so bad. Yeah. Like it was, it was, on the face of it it was bad, but what he was saying was never even close. Yeah. I won't get into why <laughs> SNL is a waste of space. Yeah. Ruined comedy. A short, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. It's... Oh, yeah, we didn't, well, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. We, we did have a good one on the, on the fucking Billie Eilish catastrophe the other, on the text chat, but it's a dude would probably suffice at this point. <laughs>
It's amazing how many famous people are also broke. Hmm. Or leveraged out. Right. Living in debt. Yeah. So they just have like infinite time to be charismatic. <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing. They don't actually own anything un under their name, too, probably. It's just yeah. like some limited liability corporation. Like, that's the race to the bottom. Like, convincing people to like risk it all. And then just like, just drowning them and just taking what they, what little they have. <laughs> To step up a millimeter taller. Right. And you do that for long enough and you'll be Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> oh yeah. That yeah. That is the great grift. One of the great grifts anyway. It's very funny to think of like talk show hosts especially like of that ilk just like exposing people and like ruining their careers. <laughs> And then they're like known as the truth teller and like the person who gets it, gets the truth out of people. <laughs> right. They're just ruining lives. All, yeah, all they do is just ruin people. And build an empire on ruining fucking people. Yeah. Interesting. CBS. Where do you see that? Oh yeah, totally. That is. I always got some kind of culty vibes off of this house for sure. In the backyard of that house, outside of the fence, there's a little stone bench. Like you could get to it if you walked on the ridge and went up. I've been there. Yeah. I think we went there with Jeff once. For sure. It's like, what happened here? Because <laughs> it, it looks more like an altar than a bench, honestly. Yeah. It is where the narcissist finally had his mortifying experience. <laughs> sees the reflection of the binoculars from across the river. <laughs> Someone seeing his small penis. <laughs> they know. They know that moment that he's a narcissist. <laughs> sees an empty shell. Oh, an empty crotch. <laughs> a little bit of light in the trousers, to speak colloquially. And that's, folks, what you'll yes. be missing when we're gone. That's right. Savor it now. These are the final moments of the Mooncast, folks. Thank you for nothing. Not one comment. <laughs> I think this is my fifth podcast. Officially. Like fifth podcast product or project. Really? Yeah, I think it's not for me. <laughs> That's fair. It could. May, may, I, I'm looking at ways to do less of it. Maybe it takes being more efficient. But could in terms be. of like the broadcasting thing of it, that's certainly not what I live for. No. No, it is more in the doing of it. Like, yeah. The satisfaction I get from the shooting and the editing—that's it. And then when I, it's like people want to talk about it. It's like, ah, don't watch that stupid show. Yeah. So what did you like? What did you learn from doing it? I don't know. <laughs> I learned that my brain works the way I thought it did, actually. 
other people are different from me. Right, right. Well, that's cool. It's that kind of like um, boomer social climbing that right, right. that ruins every industry. Right, as if yeah, everything has to be transactional. It's like, what did you? What's in it for me? <laughs> yeah. Jack shit. He's casting children. What's in it for me to have this child? <laughs> right, right, right. It's Glenn Maxwell just negotiating with children outside of Jeffy's massage room. Right. You know. <laughs> You're going for a smack bottom or a raping. Yeah. What do you like? <laughs> I don't make the rules. <laughs> Jeffy does. <laughs> I'm just a facilitator. That's right. A broker, if you will. And it's that kind of crap that you can find on the new episodes in the new year at an unspecified location. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye. <laughs>